Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, and this is another edition of Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. How are you, Eva? I am well. Excellent. Um, summer's winding up. It is winding up, and I can't believe it, you know, because I kind of do like summer. Although I do like fall, too, so. Okay, that's good. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to share with everyone that, um, of course, the mission of our show is to collaborate and make a difference. In the workplace, even as one person. In the workplace, even as one person. This is not make-believe. Um it's content for all of our benefit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, making a difference is not always easy. It takes work, right? And sometimes we fall into, you know, and I include myself and we, right, into the uh, trap of just listening and measuring and moving on and not actually doing the work. Right. Right. And when you say doing the work, what do you mean exactly? Well, so that they doing know too. The, the actual work from the subject matter expert that is helping us get past an issue or, or something. Right. And that's what we have on the show is subject matter expertise every single week. So every single week we handle a different topic. So if there's something that you're struggling with, we definitely can help. And we definitely have the people on the show that can help today. And today is no exception. Right. Today we have a really cool guest that we have met. And, um, you know, over the past four or so years, we've had all kinds of guests sharing all kinds of great things. Yes, we have. Yeah. What we're going to talk about today can really help all of those. (laughs) Right. I mean, attitude is everything. Right. Attitude is everything. Um, okay, so uh, I w- we have a really cool guest I'm going to introduce, um, uh, Greg Jacobson. Greg is a highly sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. He has a real uh, hard lessons learned of experience. Um, we've met him a while back, and in the two minutes that we met, we knew we had to hear more. Right. Um, you know, we're in... Now, I don't want to say troubled times, but challenging times. And um, I want everybody to just sit back and pay attention because Greg is going to help us. So I would love to introduce our very special guest, Greg Jacobson. Greg. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Nice to speak with you both again. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, of course, welcome. So, Greg, before we start, why don't you share some contact information or website so that our listeners have it and we'll – Keep mentioning it throughout. Uh, you bet. My website is happilyachieving.com. Happilyachieving.com. And I also have something special for you. This is the first time I'm offering it. And I've got a free course online on that will show you step-by-step exactly what to do and how to be happy. And it's, I'm giving it for free today. Absolutely. Oh, but that's great. 
Yeah. And so how can our listeners get that? Okay, you go to youwillchangetheworld.com, youwillchangetheworld.com, forward slash Jacobson. That's J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N, O-N, because I'm always on. Oh, cool. Um, I don't want, Great, thank you. I don't want to date myself, but um, I immediately thought of that song by Graham Nash, We Can Change, right? Yeah, absolutely. From years back, but, you know, I'm just saying. Okay, so, um, so Greg, you know, we got a lot to talk about, um, okay. but I want to jump into it. Ask first a couple of things like, uh, maybe I don't want to say, what does that mean you can change the world, but um, what do you mean by happily achieving? Well, one is my platform and the other one is not my platform. Uh, you Will Change the World is is a speaker and mentor platform. So if you want to become an expert or learn from the experts, you go to this website, they have some free things and they have some pay things, and I'm giving mine away for free. Uh, right oh, now, interesting. I don't want there to be any barrier to people being happy. That's, I make my money in different ways. When I say happily achieving, I mean that happiness precedes achievement if you're doing it right. It, you don't go through life like we're taught to do everything perfect and get along and, you know, be on the straight and narrow and go through school and get good grades and then get a, a good job and a, you know, meet the perfect spouse and have, you know, 3.2 kids and they're all perfect all their life. And then when you're done, you retire, you get your happiness in the mail or I don't know where that's supposed to come from. You, you need to learn how to happily achieve, which means doing whatever you're going to be good at. You're going to invest time, effort, energy, blood, sweat, and tears in whatever you're doing, but enjoy the process. And we are not taught how to do that. As a matter of fact, we're not even taught that, that it's okay and we deserve to be happy now, that happiness is a future concept, and it's not. Everyone deserves to be happy right now, and if you don't know how, and most people don't, find someone who knows how, like myself, and learn from them and just follow what we teach you and what we do, and you will get the results that we have. It, it works with anything. It's interesting, and I, I like when you describe it by saying, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears of whatever it is any of us or all of us do still is required, um, but we need to shift our thinking into making it enjoyable. Or Am I getting that right? Yeah, well, what I'm, what I'm trying to say, Charlie, is I want everyone to experience the full range of human emotions and experience. That includes being sad, being angry, being disappointed. Those are things that are natural. We're not trying to completely eliminate that from our lives because then we would have nothing to compare our successes to. What I'm saying is don't spend a bunch of time being unhappy. Don't spend a bunch of time being disappointed. Spend more time in joy and fulfillment and love and sharing and giving. And you can do that if you think about happiness as a we sport, not as a me sport. It's something mm. that you personally responsible for, but you're responsible with sharing that with others because we're not alone in this. I love that. Uh, of course, I would say, where have you been in my life? But, you know, you're here now, so that's good. 
Well, and what I like is, Greg, you know, you're saying that basically happiness is a choice. It's a choice that we make. And I think so many times people don't necessarily realize that. And, you know, with your work and your book, I mean, you're starting, you're you're showing, not starting, but you're showing people how to do that because you can be successful and be miserable. And I think people miss that a lot. I think when people think they, they're making a lot of money that, um, that then they're going to achieve happiness, but that's not the case. I mean, unless you're happy to begin with, it's going to be um, hard even when you achieve the money to be happy. Either you're right. You're, you hit the nail on the head. However, I think people get caught up in that when they learn that they say, oh, money can't buy happiness then. Oh, I, you know, what's the point? But actually money can buy happiness. Mm-hmm. But it's not what most people think. What I mean is thinking on experiential things going on vacations with your family, taking your friends to lunch and to the movies. That's what I'm talking about. Or pro-social spending, spending on people that can't pay you back and you don't want to pay you back, doing things for others because it's the right thing to do and it feels good. Those are the feelings of joy that last rather than pleasure going out and buying a wallet or a pair of shoes and it's good for about two weeks and then it wears off at the most two weeks. Mostly, it's just a couple of hours. Most people just go out for a big, expensive meal and they go, that was great. Then they forget about it. Right. Um, no, you're right. And, you know, in the first segment, we just kind of shotgun it and we'll, we'll um, go into more background a little bit later. But I want to stop for a second and say I'm, I'm going through your book, right, which I had highlighted um, because – it's such an easy read, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can thank my and, for that. It started much <laughs> better than that, I can tell you. So the book is called Think Yourself Happy, Five Changes in Thinking That Will Immediately Improve Your Life. So um, this book is available through your website? It is available through my website. You can get through Amazon. Excellent. Think yourself. Um, it is really super simple book. And again, that, this is from my editor. When I realized that people were unhappy, and, and again, I just realized this not too long ago. I don't know where I've been, in a bubble or something, because my friends and the people that I associate with are happy. They're working on their lives all the time, and they know what what they want. They know where they're going, and moving in that direction makes them happy. That's, you know, that's one of the things that does, but I realized that a bunch of people, like most people on the planet, and I started studying it more, that just aren't happy because they don't have the skills and the tools. Most of happiness, or all of happiness, is inside your head. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to work it out so it's easy to be happy, then it'll always be difficult. You just need to know what to do, and they're really simple. So I started with a complicated a whole host of everything from going unhappy to happy, and it was several hundred pages. My editor said, listen, if you're really looking to make an impact on this world, if you want people to put this into action, you've got to make it really simple. Mm. Break um, it down to five things that, that people can use and make it actionable right now. So that's, that's what I did. That's why the book's so simple. Uh, no, it, it really... You're exactly right. I mean, uh, proof is in the pudding and, you know, the book is exactly how you stated it. So I was going through it to figure out some topics, but 
every page is topic, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, and I just want to mention this to the listeners, if I just open the book and say something, I find it to be very interesting. I'm just going to share this, okay? Happiness shouldn't be misunderstood for pleasure. So that took me by surprise, um, Greg. It says, pleasure is a sensation or momentary satisfaction of a craving. It feels good for a little while, but never lasts long. It's exactly what you just described, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I found it to be so. And then if you want to stay in pleasure, you got to keep re-stimulating over and over and over and over. That's why people get addicted to eating. That's why people get addicted to shopping or addicted to drugs. Because... They're really looking for happiness, and they're getting pleasure, which is is a form of happiness, but as they say in the book, it's in the shallow end of the happy pool. If you want to be in deep waters and be in real fulfillment, there's more that you have to do than satisfy yourself, because you are insatiable as a human being. We just always want more. What we have is never enough if, we're, if that's what we're looking for. If we're looking at the things that we don't have, then that's what we get in our lives. We get to focus on that pain of what we don't have. Or grateful for what we do have, then we get more of that. Interesting. And, you know, the clock ticks, right? Um, so um, we don't want to spin on this forever, right? We want to take the appropriate action to get to this state of mind, I would think, right? There's like a sense of urgency here. Um, yeah, there's really, there's a couple ways to look at that. I mean, does the clock really tick? I mean, really, is there ever a tomorrow? Isn't there only right now, this moment? Because in two hours, it's still right now. Three days later, it's still right now. You're only dealing with the moment at hand. And if you're not enjoying the moment, if you're not sharing that joy and part of solving problems rather than just pointing them out and say, look, there's a problem and, and complaining about it. What good is that to anyone? Make yeah. it easy to be happy. Be a joy for yourself and others. And it sounds like, oh, great, just think, think yourself happy. But there, like you said, Eva, that there's certain doings that you have to do. You can't just put it under your pillow and it, and it works through the night. You have right. to do small changes and over time become massive in your personality and who you become and how you feel. Interesting. Um, you know, listening to you for the first few minutes, we can tell you're an expert on this and we can tell you um, are also an expert on communicating this. This is some deep stuff and um, I'm really excited about continuing. We have to take our first break. So please, everyone, stay with us. Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva and our very special guest, Greg Jacobson. We'll be right back. Let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Our guest today is Greg Jacobson, and Greg is a speaker, trainer, and consultant. He is also the author of Think Yourself Happy, Five Changes in Thinking That Will Immediately Improve Your Life. And you can learn more about Greg at his website at happilyachieving.com. And he also has generously provided a free course for us that we can take. And it's called um, youwillchangetheworld.com. 
backslash Jacobson, and that's J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N. And remember the O-N because Greg is always on, (laughs) which I love that. So, Greg, let's talk a little bit about how you took on the task of writing a book about how to be happy, because that's a pretty daunting task. So it's it's kind of easy when you yourself are happy, but then how do you break that down in order to help other people to achieve happiness? Like what made you decide to take that on? Because I don't think that that's your core business that you were working on all these years. It's not even my core personality. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I don't walk around. When, when people think of happy, I don't want them to think of whistling and, you know, skipping down the street and, you know, there's little birds singing above their head. That is, that is unsustainable and unrealistic. When I say happy, mean happy with where you're living, the people that you hang around, what you're doing with your time, with yourself, all of those things make you happy. And moving toward the direction of what your dream or your mission is, if you have one. And if not, you should probably figure it out. That doesn't mean that's how you're going to make your money. That just means that's your gift to the world, where you're drawn. And I was drawn to write about happiness because it was it smacked across my face. It was, it was really an unbelievable epiphany I had. I do personal development. I've been doing it since I was 16 years old. And that just means how to run my brain and how to make things work for me in a way that I want them to. I find mentors that that interest me and that have had success in the areas that I want to be excellent in. And I find what they've written and I watch their, their videos. And if I can, I meet them, make them my peers and my friends. That's, that's really been the MO in my life. And I've been fortunate enough to do that. But I went to this personal development uh, course, a live event in Santa Barbara where I live. Now, Santa Barbara, California is at the ocean. Uh, in California, if I'm here right now, I'm looking at the ocean and the island. It's an amazing place. The, the sun is always shining. It rains about 10 days a year, and it doesn't get over really 80 degrees, and it doesn't get under about 60. It's, nice. it's really, truly magnificent. And I, I'm telling you this because I just want to set the scene. So the people in this course were, there were about 150 of us. I'm I'm almost 50 years old. I would say I'm certainly on the older side. There were people in their mid-20s would be the average. So good-looking kids at the ocean, sunny Southern California. Our assignment was life is, and you've got to fill in the blank. So for me, it was easy. So that was the homework for the night. The next day we came back, and, and the facilitator said, okay, so who did their homework? Raise your hand. Most everyone raised their hand eagerly. He, he said, okay, I'm going to call on some people. Keep your hand up. I was raising my hand. And he pointed to a, a girl in her early 20s, and he said, life is? And she said, dad, dad. I thought, that's weird. So I raised my hand. He pointed at me, and I said, life is friggin' awesome. And he <laughs> said, too broad. So too broad. That's interesting. So he called on someone else. He said, life is disappointment. Next person, life is waiting to die. I said, no, wait a minute. Is this, is this possible that I am really living in a situation where people I know don't feel this way as far as I know? 
And I know the people around me very well because I love them and I tell them and nothing goes unsaid. So I would imagine I pick up on those things. And they're living a, a, a really a directed life that they want to live. And these people around me who, whom I didn't know were in a lot of pain. And these are good-looking young people in a really good situation. This these aren't you know, people in a refugee camp. These mm-hmm. are people that have all the opportunity in the world. And I said, this is, this is amazing. I, I was really pained by it, and it, it hurt me at a deep level, and I thought, I have to do something about this because I have solutions that people can r- literally change the way they feel from really cruddy to really amazing in about a minute. So when I say immediately, that's what I mean by immediately. It's always some kind of lag time. You can literally change the way you feel in a minute. And there's five of these different things that any of them will work. If you use them in combination, they all work. If you Mm -hmm. use all five of them and get good at it and practice, then within no time at all or very little time, your life will be unrecognizable and you'll be one of the happiest people that you know and you can show other people how to do it because it's not rocket science. You know, and, and that's so interesting that, you know, so you're in this group of people that most people would envy those young people that were in that seminar with you, right? And they would envy them, they would envy where they were living, but here they are, they were just feeling so disconnected, so disappointed, waiting to die is just like awful, right? I mean, just what oh. an awful thing to even think, let alone say, let alone even admit to, um, and so you decided at that point that it was time then to write a book and help other people, which is amazing. You know, and I, I'm wondering too, like even when you were in that seminar, was anybody able to kind of turn around their thinking even at that point? I, I got to say that I think that the course was probably okay. The facilitator was definitely not. I think some people were able to, extrapolate some amazing life turnaround kernels or nuggets that could put into practice. And I think others missed, he missed the mark completely and they were lost. And I mm. don't think that they were, they were found not there, not then. And, and, and I, I didn't know it was a book that I was supposed to write. I didn't know it was a course I was supposed to do. I'm just trying to help as many people out of grief and sorrow as possible, and I know those, you know, and hopelessness, I know those feelings exist, and I know people get there, but you don't have to stay there. You know, mm-hmm. this is September now. September is, is National Suicide Prevention Month. If I can keep people from killing themselves, if they could just stop for a moment and realize that the worst moment that they're probably ever going to have is at that moment, and it's only uphill from there, they would never take that fatal action that affects so many people, and it happens much too often. It, it suicides outnumber homicides. It's, you know, we're so concerned with gun control, but nobody wants to talk about suicide because it's just so painful or taboo or I don't know what it is. I don't want to talk about it either. I just want to help. Right, and especially, you know, when you're, when you're looking at suicide, I mean, that that's already someone that's become so entrenched in their thinking that it can be really difficult to crawl out of that, right? I mean, there's so many different, there's so many different reasons for people to take their own lives. I mean, there's, um, there's addiction, there's, you know, different 
different circumstances at home. I mean, it, it, I thought what was interesting was one of the things that you said was that you were surrounded by happy people, like the people in your life were happy and you were happy. And that's not by accident, right? That's not no. by accident that that happened because we attract the, the like attracts like. So we attract the same type of people that we actually are at our core, right? And so you were saying at your core, you're not necessarily a happy guy, but honestly, at this point, that's not true. You know, you are, and you've attracted those people into your life. And, you know, by the same token, you've got all these unhappy people and undoubtedly also surrounded by unhappy people. It can be really hard to kind of crawl out of that and and think in a different way. So when when you talk to your groups and you do your workshops and you and you talk about your book, how do people handle being in unhappy situations, like unhappy home situations even? Well, you turn them around. You use the, the five things that I teach. Mm-hmm. They will change your paradigm, and then you will decide your situation. So something may feel so amazingly horrible, and it, and it really is something from the past that you can let go of. Other situations are recurring that you obviously, Need to, to make some moves on it, make some changes because you have to change in, in order for things to change. Things don't change externally. It, it, you, you start internally and maybe you make a decision that this situation can't exist for another minute and so you make your move. And that's, that's how it works. But to, like you said, and this is an excellent point that like attracts like and I've been angry and disappointed. I've been an absolute workaholic. I've spent 120-hour work weeks for years building a company from credit cards into something I didn't have to do at all. And then all of a sudden, because I turned it over to somebody else, it came crashing down a decade later, and I had to start over. Now, that can make you angry. That can change the way you feel. It can blow your family apart. Or it can pull everything together. And I decide, and I decide, just like you decide, whoever's listening right now, like you said earlier, that you choose to be happy or not happy. It's completely your decision at any minute, every day. And to change the way that you think is going to make it easier for you to become happy and like a muscle, then all of a sudden you become strong at being happy. And happy is different for everyone. Whatever that means to you, it's not my definition of happy. I show you how to be happy to your standards and your definition. And it doesn't sound possible, but suspend disbelief and understand that it will work for you too. Absolutely. You know, and I love that you shared your story too, because, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, you were successful right out of the shoot and, and, you know, not by them not knowing your story. So yeah, for you, it's easy, right? And it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone. And I love what you said about, you know, the practice, right? It, it's a muscle. You have to practice it. And I like that you really, hone in on that because I think so many times people feel like, well, I did the exercises yesterday and it didn't really work. I'm like still feeling pretty miserable. You know, it's like, no, you have to keep working at it. You have to keep trying. You have to keep shifting. And do you find, and and I'm kind of talking for myself too. Do you find that sometimes people have a really hard time finding what makes them happy? Like they just don't know. 
No, I don't. I think okay. most people don't take the time to mm. even figure out what they want. So in that sense, absolutely. But once they start thinking about it, it really doesn't take long to figure out what your rules are for happiness. I'm, now, we can start with all of the things that you would have to have. Oh, I have to have in a mansion. Just, oh, I've got to have a mansion. I've got to have a helicopter. I've got to have a house on the beach. I've got to have, you know, the perfect spouse. I've got to have a big business with lots of money. And then you just work it backwards. Okay, really, what's the minimum? What do I really need? I need love. I need some recognition, a little respect, you know, some some great tasting food. It doesn't even have to be expensive. I mean, really, what what's the minimum? And then when you mm-hmm. figure it out and you strip away all those extra things, you'll figure out it really wouldn't take much to be happy. You can probably do it on the pay that you're already receiving and change the way that you feel about work. That's how I make my money. I, I'm, a, I'm a corporate specialist on employee engagement. I show employees that hate their job, which is about 70% of the people, how to fall in love with what you do. That's, that's how I make my money. My passion now is to make sure that people aren't suffering in misery for no reason. You know, I, I love this, Greg. I'm going to have to interrupt for a second because we have to take our next break. But I love this conversation and I love where it's going to because you're right. There's so many people in corporate that are miserable. And I love that that's your mission to, to turn that around. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Greg Jacobson. We'll be right back. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, we are talking with happiness expert Greg Jacobson. Um, you know, I was listening, listening very, very carefully to segment two because there was a lot there. There was a lot, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a couple of things I want to mention as we continue, but first I want to share again the book and the website. And the website is achieving happilyachieving.com. Happilyachieving.com. And the book is Think Yourself Happy Five Changes in Thinking That Will Immediately Improve Your Life. Think Yourself Happy, Greg Jacobson. Just Google it. You'll find it. Take it. Keep it on your lap. Um, so, okay, I'm a little slow, right, guys? But what I learned is um, choosing happiness doesn't mean being happy yet, right? So, however, if I can level with myself, and understand that I just, I made the choice to be happy. So let me work on it. Let me develop those happiness skills. Sort of like when I, I made the commitment to go to the gym, doesn't mean I'm in shape yet. Mm. Right? Uh, and that's absolutely wrong. No, no, no. You, and, and that's my fault <laughs> that I didn't make this clear. Okay. Unlike Excellent. Diet, so that was good. So gym. help me out. Okay. I, I'm going to help you out right now. I'm going to help everybody out right now because I, I, this obviously I didn't make this clear. 
And this is super important. I'm glad you brought this up. Because unlike a diet and unlike working out, there is no pain and there is no lag time. It's literally you get the results in seconds. If you want to be happy right now, I've got five ways you can be happy by visualizing, having positive anticipation, changing the meaning to something, changing the perspective, or having gratitude. Doing any of those will make you instantly happy. I'm saying within a minute, you can do these exercises and you'll be happy. The more you remember to do the exercises, the easier it gets. But there's no pain involved. There's no lag time involved. Anyone can do this. You don't have to become an expert at it. You just have to remember to do it. It's so simple that it's easy to forget how to do or not how to do, but that you have to do it because you're busy. That bugs me a little bit. I'm I'm really glad that you explained it because that, you know, that makes hope right in front of me, right? Right. I mean, you know, uh, what bugs me, though, is... You know, you probably want to get a megaphone, right? Um, this is Suicide Prevention Month, and I, you know, I can't really speak on this, but you want to get a megaphone and say there's no reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can oh, help. It's 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 so much deeper than that, and and let me explain that too. I mean, suicide is the absolute worst. It's the worst. One in seven people that that have that end up killing themselves that six out of the seven only attempt and and it doesn't work Hmm. so that means for every seven attempts only one person is successful so it looks like one but seven people are hurting so much they tried how many people are thinking about it never tried how many people are just hurting and never thought about actually taking their own life it's Mm got to be staggering how many people, and that's, this is what gives me the chills, is that in a, with simple steps and a simple change in thinking, and it's literally a change in thinking, it's not a physical act. You don't have to diet. You don't have to change anything you eat. You don't have to work out. You don't have to go anywhere or lift any weight. It's not painful. It doesn't take any time. Everyone should know this. If you feel hopeless, and that's why people take their lives because they feel that there's no hope for the future. If you realize that you can feel any way you want, any time you want, then you never have to feel like these horrible feelings are going to last because everything's temporary. Every feeling is temporary, good and bad. But if you can teach yourself how to be happy in an instant, why wouldn't you do that? And so that's what I'm trying to make it simple with no barriers. You know, you can go to my website and get the book for free. You, you can go to, matter of fact, if you're unhappy right now and, and if the barrier is six, 17 bucks for this book and it's worth obviously every penny of that, but if you can't afford it and you're feeling sad, I want you to go right now to, to my website, happilyachieving.com and do forward slash free. Free! And there's no excuse for you not to do one of the exercises one time. And when you see how it works, do it again. Try another one. It's not a, a five-step process. It's just, like Charlie said, open to any page. You're going to get something out of it. I don't repeat things. There's not a bunch of fluff in there. This book is less than 100 pages. 
There's no reason that your life should be anything other than amazing. And Interesting. Of your choosing. You know, when I, uh, and I remember now, um, the exact conversation we had, right? When we met, um, because I remember you were talking about the workplace. Um, but what I want to say here first is, you know, when I do my shared leadership training, people tend to say it's too pie in the sky and it's too high level and there's really nothing you can do. You can be idealistic as all you want. And I, I can almost sense maybe this is why we haven't made the happiness choice yet because maybe we don't even think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Right? I totally uh, agree. Yes. We're all in agreement here. Uh, because you don't know what you don't know. If it was that right. simple, why wouldn't I already know this? I'm a smart person. I could have figured it out. It's not about intelligence. It's about not knowing what you don't know. If you don't know how to tie a fishing knot, your fish are going to get off the hook. If you don't yeah. know how to make yourself happy or what that even looks like, how would you know when you even arrive? If you don't know what it looks like, how would you know if, that you're not already there? Yeah, that's so true. I love that. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is that people always look for an external way to get happy when really what you're saying is it's all internal. You can cha- you decide whether or not you want to be happy and it's up to you to change that. It's not up to your spouse. It's not up to your family. It's not up to your workforce. It's not up to your manager or the people that you work with. It's all within us. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. Well, let, let's speak to the to the independent owners or the high level CEOs and executives, because that's that's what I did. I built a hundred million dollar company starting with credit cards only, and it wow. was it was you know it was a task. So 120 hour work weeks for five years until I decided one day again I had another epiphany that enough is enough. That I'm not spending quality time with my wife and my kids. You know, not as a family unit or individually with all of them. And I'm missing the whole reason for living. The whole mm-hmm. reason I started in business, the whole reason that I had kids and got married was to spend this quality time that was now spent building and growing and keeping this big wheel turning. And I was missing the most important things. And I said to myself, no more. I wasn't going to do it anymore. Now, the way that I did it, I don't recommend, which was abdicating all responsibilities. And then if you're not watching what's happening, obviously things change and things fall apart. You, you have mm-hmm. to. I don't believe in passive income. I believe you always have to keep your eye on what's going on. But you don't have to spend every waking moment thinking about business and thinking about what you didn't do today and what you have to do tomorrow and your to-do list that you can possibly finish in a day you know, or, or even a week. So we put so much pressure on ourselves because we forget and we turn into these doing machines instead of just really enjoying the moment. And that's what it's all about or the moments. So we're a collection of moments that we remember at the end of our life. Really Let's cool. Well, good ones. We get to choose. You know, it's interesting when you said that you built a $100 million business because it almost feels like when 
when was the money enough? Like, would it be at 200 million that you would have felt like you would be happy or you could finally relax? You know, there's, there's kind of that always kind of running after more, more, more. And I think it's really interesting that all of a sudden you said, hang on a second. This is craziness. I have to stop. But then you kind of pulled back. You pulled back too much, like you were saying. And then it kind of, you kind of let the, all that go. But then on the other hand, you know, you learned a lot from that, it sounds like, which is, it's really interesting. Your story is, is really pretty amazing. Well, what happens is you, you don't think about, oh, I need more. I want more. I got to get more. Mm-hmm. I, actually, my business partner was thinking that. He, he verbally said that. And that's kind of what blew my mind and put me in a whole different direction. But what, what happened for me is I was just stuck in a vortex. I have a business that was growing so fast and demanded so much time and attention that, and, it, and everyone's business is like this. They have an appetite that just won't quit. Any more, any time that you'll give it, it will suck from you. And in business, as we know, there's, there's never a shortage of things to do. And so if you don't hire and add to your staff and take time and pressure off yourself because, you know, as the owner of a company in the beginning, we have to do everything. But as a company grows, you have to hire people and let go so they can do things better than you would do. If you hire these people because they're better at these jobs than you would be. That, that's why you do it. And to be able to take your time, and again, it's that, that growth process. And then when it becomes so big, you want to keep your eye on everything and, and grow and do better than last year and keep the employees happy and and all of a sudden you just forgot that four or five years went by and mm-hmm. that uh, alone time with with the wife was really more alone than it should be yep just make the choice hello i got it i'm going to i'm going to respect that very uh, closely right i can see though where if you when you decided to cut back from the 120 hours, that must have been really tough for you, you know, to go from like zero to 60. So, I mean, you know, you're at 120 hours a week, you're working, 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 then you decide you're going to pull back. It must have been hard at first, or maybe not. I don't know. It was a, it was a different adjustment, but I can tell you it wasn't hard. It was okay. time with, with these people that I love and appreciated and really got to focus on. It wasn't about what, I had to do that day because I didn't have to do anything but listen to them and pay attention to them. And the most valuable thing that you could ever give someone is your undivided attention. And I have three boys and a beautiful wife that hadn't gotten any attention from me in years. And they right. had well-deserved attention coming, and it wasn't about me. It was it was about giving and sharing and, and being part of something that I wasn't a part of. And I'm just glad that that with open arms and without resentment that everybody said dad's home and they were happy to have me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a byproduct of that choice, the happiness choice. Um, well, and it's also a product of the fact that they, you know, you were doing something right because they weren't angry with you. They were happy that you were back. Yeah. Um, we have about right. a and minute. The business exploded. The business imploded, exploded, whatever you want to say, it disappeared. The bills didn't disappear. Mm-hmm. And the family pulled together and said, you know, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll suffer whatever we need to suffer. We understand that things are going to change in a big way. And, you know, we, it was, it, 
it's been tight for a long time. But like you said early in the show, right when we started, and you know, bring it full circle, we're missing summer because summer's so beautiful. But yeah. different seasons last different amounts of time. I mean, a lot of people I'm talking to right now are in, in a financial winter where they've had no money for a long time, and it's time to pull out of it. And and after winter, things heat up and things get good again. And let's not be anything other than in deep gratitude for wherever we are in life because we're on a wheel, and it's always turning. And sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's bad, but it's always changing. So when it's bad, just know it's going to be good soon, and when it's good, it's going to be bad again, but we'll speed it up. We we can change the speed of our wheel. We just can't Um, change the fact that it's always turning. Yep. No, I was going to say earlier something and say we had a minute to discuss it, but I just let you continue because it was so much more valuable. (laughs) So, yeah, great work. Uh, We have to take one more break. We're not done yet. Stay with us. Corporate Talk with Charlie Eva and Greg Jacobson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. We're back, everyone, in segment four, four, our final segment. almost got that wrong. Our guest today is Greg Jacobson. Greg is a speaker, trainer, and consultant, and he is the author of Think Yourself Happy, Five Changes in Thinking That Will Immediately improve your life. And that's what we've been discussing right now. I also wanted to um, let everyone know about Greg's website, which is happilyachieving.com and also his other website where you can get a free online course. The name of that website is you will change the world.com and forward slash Jacobson with an S O N on the end. Yes, Charles, you're um, chomping at the bit. Here. I know. I, I wanted to, <laughs> Talk about something yes. that we ended on in the last segment right? okay. with uh, Greg. Uh, Greg, earlier in the show, you had said something that, of course, uh, I remembered and wrote it down. And something about um, happiness is more on the we side, not on the I side, which made me think of it as a team sport almost. And when you explained what happened when you made that shift on your business, it seemed like your team was aligned with the same motive. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that as the leader of the team, it's important to make sure that everybody understands and aligns with the mission and that everybody's got it, everybody else back and we're working for a common cause. When that's missing, that is the first sign of integration of the company, and that's the most important thing that I would say needs to be addressed. Is that it's interesting that you use happiness to repair that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, again, happiness is, is, is a word that everybody looks at different, and mm-hmm. I think everybody wants in their life, and most people don't believe that it's sustainable or even attainable. And I'm saying that it is. And happiness can be joy, can be progress, can be flow, can be love. A lot of people have a lot of different words, and all of those things, I think, lead to the same feeling. I'm talking about the feeling of happiness. And 
more than a definition of a word. I, I'm talking about more of a feeling in your body that that things are really moving in the right direction and things are good. For me personally, um, the word that comes to mind now that I get this is relief. Um, I'm, I feel relief now knowing that things are going to be good, that it's okay, that uh, improvement is, is within me. Well, and you said something interesting, Greg, about the feelings, because it really is about the feelings and what you're feeling in your body. And I have found, at least for myself, that my body talks to me sooner than my head does. And my body will let me know when things are going south before I can necessarily articulate what the issue is. So I'll feel like you're very tuned in. That's what that means. Everyone has this capability and everybody has this sense, but it's so thrown out by what needs to be done and, and trying to pound down the thoughts that are coming into their head. And thoughts are in your head and feelings are in your body. Right. No matter what you feel, you feel it, whether it's good or bad. So that's where disease comes from as well. And relief, relaxation, stress, you know, it's the opposite, fear. So all of those things you feel in your body, and they start with controlling the thoughts in your head. So that's really where Think Yourself Happy comes from. This is, a, this is an easy-to-read book based on 30 years of science. This is not a turn-your-frown-upside-down book. This is actual steps on what to do in order to feel the way that you want to feel, however that is. And I, I give you clear, easy direction on how to do that, and anyone can do it. And even the people that are not believing what I'm saying right now, I'm a skeptic, too. I wouldn't believe it either. But there's no risk. Go there. It's free. Check it out. Watch the course. It's free. Check it out. And when your life is profoundly changed by a book and give it to someone who needs it because they're all around you. Now, I, I, I love that, too. Like, after your life is profoundly changed, then just buy the book and give it to somebody else. But it's like, suspend your disbelief for a second and just try it. It's free. There's nothing to lose. And so, Greg, in the last few minutes that we have, um, can we take one of the changes and, and talk about it a little bit? Like, you can pick one that you'd like to discuss, but I think it would be kind of good if you just gave people an idea of what you're talking about. Well, experts have shown through, again, scientific research, empirical research that is undisputed, that gratitude alone can raise your happiness level by as much as 25%. So let's mm-hmm. go into the big, which is gratitude. Now, you've heard probably a million times or close to it that you should make a gratitude list. And you should write down the things that you're thankful for, the biggest, the smallest, everything. And as you read that list, you'll feel better about who you are and your situation and life in general. That's that this is proven. But what happens is how do you remember to do that? There's so many things to do during the day that you feel like you can't get it done and then you don't remember to do it, even though it's important and you should do it. So I just make it easy for people to remember to be grateful. So one of the things that I that I start in the morning. When I wake up, I am immediately grateful that I woke up. Because if you don't wake up, you don't not really even have any problems because your life is over. 
So I'm happy that my day has started and I'm still alive. Happy for my pillow and my fantastic Tempur-Pedic bed and my blanket. I'm amazed that I have a fantastic, beautiful wife next to me. I live in a great house and I have a nice view. And I, I just, I'm so grateful for everything. It's all in an instant. Then I have intention for my day. What, who am I showing up and what do I bring out into the world and what do I want to have happen? And then I get up and I start my day. Later in the day, 8 o'clock in the morning, because my magic time is 8, so I said 8 is great. At 8 o'clock, I remember to be grateful again. I look at my watch. If it's 7.57, close enough, I'm grateful. 8.16, close enough, I'm grateful. And I remember the things in my life and the situations in my life that I'm grateful for. Then at 8 at night, I do the same thing. And when I go to bed, I do the same thing. And during the day... I have a little pebble, a rock, that I put in my pocket that I picked up off the beach. I was in Santa Barbara, just a little stone. And for other people, it could be a, you know, a piece of paper or a pencil eraser. It doesn't matter what it is. Put it in my pocket because it's small enough. And when I put business cards in my pocket or I take my wallet out or whatever, I put my hand in my pocket and I touch that. It's a reminder for me to be grateful. So there's triggers and anchors all day that make it easy for me to remember to be grateful. And it's not hard when you're thinking about being grateful to find things to be grateful about. We're in an amazing country. 60% of the world doesn't have indoor plumbing. Three-quarters of the world lives on under $2 a day. If you make $30,000 a year, you're in the top 1% of earners in the entire world. We really don't have things that we can't look at and say, you know what, my life is fantastic. If we really look for them, we can make a list that goes on for days. How humbling was that? No, it's terrific. And I like that you make it so easy. It's not like you don't need the gratitude journal. Just think gratitude in your head throughout mm-hmm. the day. Have triggers around that mm-hmm. will trigger you to re- have you remember to be grateful mm-hmm. because we do forget. And And what I like about that is that it helps you to refocus on the positive. And so if you're having some negative thoughts, if you go back to what you're grateful for, that can really, you're right, that can really shift the way you're thinking just in, right in that moment. Because once you're grateful, when you're truly grateful, um, you can't be, you, you can't be angry at that moment in time. Right. So for that alone, that reason alone, mm-hmm. it's a, a really good thing to do. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's I, perfect. I even like, the idea um, scale back into the workplace, you know, like guys just relax. Think for a minute about what you're grateful for here, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, talk about that at the water cooler or something. Right. Because especially at work, you know, people, we definitely tend to spiral downward. I mean, people don't, you know, someone tries to be, especially like, when we were working together in New York, I mean, if someone were to come up and say, you know, well, let's be grateful, you know, they would take them out. You know, it, it, everybody was feeling that angry and that negative. But just having a little bit of improvement like that, one person starting it, I think it makes such a great difference. And what I think is cool about what you're doing, Greg, is that you're also looking at um, – you're also looking at putting this in schools. I mean, the earlier we teach kids how to do this, wow, what a difference. Yeah. What a difference yeah. for them. 
You know, Greg, thank you so much. I mean, this has really been a great show and we love the book and we love your ideas and your tips and, and it really is life changing and you are changing the world. So thank you. Yep. I agree 100%. Think yourself happy is changing lives. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. No, it was terrific. Thanks. Yep. Have a great day and we'll stay in touch for sure. And everyone, that was Greg Jacobson. The website is happilyachieving.com. And if you would like the book and you're having a hard time coming up with the money for it, he also is allowing you to have that too. So happilyachieving.com forward slash free. And then the other website is youwillchangetheworld.com forward slash Jacobson. And there you can also um, access his free course online. So it was terrific. And again, the book is Think Yourself Happy. Great work. Yeah. So have a great week, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Bye.